Saying that if you were dressed like a festive legend. You're right. Dressed like that, you look like a massive C word. Christmas means joyful living. Christmas means family. Christmas means present giving.
My name is Marlowe. Philip Marlowe. Occupation, private detective. You know, somebody says, follow that guy. So I follow him. Somebody says, find that female. So I find her. And what do I get out of it? Ten bucks a day and expenses. And if you think that buys a lot of fancy groceries these days, you're crazy. Welcome to the Midnight Holiday here on BFF.FM. I am your host, Santa Claus. Christmas is a time of joy, a time of peace, a time of giving, and a time of feasts. A time for caring and compassion. It is also a time to be reminded of the ones we have lost. It becomes cold. It becomes dark. Crime goes up and capitalism creeps in. People tend to depart from this earth during this time of year. Mystery engulfs a convoluted holiday as young one... (coughs) (coughs) Ah. As young ones are deceived and manipulated, and families get into those great family spats. Tonight on the Midnight Holiday... We venture into the dark side of cinematic Christmas, browsing through film soundtracks that, of course, embrace the darkness of Christmas. Not to say there will be completely darkness, I mean, there will be some light things mixed in, but I'll do my best to avoid it. We just heard a few classics from 1947's experimental film noir, Lady in the Lake. Lady in the Lake features a first-person point of view nearly the whole film. It is starring and directing Robert Montgomery, and the music was composed and conducted by Mr. David Snell. Up next, a little ditty from a disturbing suburban Christmas movie of 2017. The film's title, Better Watch Out. The music is composed by Brian Kachia. And without further delay, take it away, boys. What? She's like twice our age. I really don't think it's going to happen. Five years, big deal. My parents are five years apart. You don't get it, Luke. Ashley's a 10. A solid 10, and you're like a... Never mind. She likes me. I know it. It's tonight or never. Okay, go ahead, but my brother gave me weed, so instead of trying to bone your babysitter, maybe we could just, you know, puff up. No, man, I'm going through with the plan. Don't mess it up for me. I mean, look, for both our sakes, I truly, sincerely hope he gets a mass. Assistance. Uh, with that computer problem, you got, like, technical assistance. Call uh, Geek Squad. They're good. Real smooth, Einstein. Uh, you smell great. Mrs. Lerner. Don't you have a curfew, Garrett? Yeah, but my mom said I could stay in. Bed by I... 11, okay? I know. And don't forget to brush your teeth. I will, Mom. I left pizza money. Okay.
reindeer are actually a sustainable food source in the Northern Territories and Alaska, Canada. This time of year, we refer to reindeer as a transportation system for Santa Claus. Most people. You mean I used to believe in the big fat creeper? I don't know what you're talking about. You sure about that? <laughs> Stop. Dear Santa, I know I haven't been great this year, and I'm sorry for that. But I was really hoping you could help out me and my family this Christmas. We need you. Oh, Max, you've had that so sweet. Give it back. Stop, Max. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit. Ah, here we go. Maxie's wish list. Stevie, stop. That's enough. Wait, you're up first, Beth. I wish me and Beth could hang out like we used to. You might have noticed that I don't have tons of friends. Oh, no, really, Max? I wish my mom and dad could fall in love again. I know they get upset a lot with dad away from home so much. I think they really just miss each other. <laughs> also, I wish things weren't so hard for Uncle Howard and Aunt Linda. So maybe you can lend them a hand the rest of the year too. And that. Screw you, Dad does not wish we were boys. Who wants creme brulee?
Daily Downs, it's getting closer, and we're counting down to Christmas, and Dangerous Dan is pulling his annual double shift to stay with you until the end. What? What? We're... Uh, okay, well, we're going to check in with good old Stormer Norman down at the Charity Food Drive. Hey, Norman. Normie, you little, uh, little scratchy there, buddy. What? I did press the button, Susan. Why don't you press your own button? Sorry, folks. Looks like we got some of those winter weather technical difficulties. Too many reindeer in the atmosphere. <laughs> That's my bet. So let's uh, throw another eggnog on the fire. No, wait a minute. Let's, uh, let's throw another log on the fire and pour yourself another eggnog. You know, get some good Christmas vibes. Out to Susan, who is seriously harshing my buzz right now. It's Christmas Eve, all who believe Santa is here. But once a year, all girls and boys dream of new toys. Suddenly they sleep, wishes to keep. Jing, jingling, come here and sing. Rests on the doors, stockings and more. Possible. What's that? 
35. I got like 40 bucks. Okay. I'll take care of it. Here. No, no, come on. Please. These speeding tickets have you sweet talked your way out of. This is all we have. Sir. Some weather we're having. Yeah, sure is. Um, so what do you say? How about a little Christmas spirit here?
It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, he is condemned to do so after death, to witness what he cannot share, but might have shared and turned to happiness. We're barley and barley, avarice and greed. We took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. Specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply threw you out. <laughs> There was the year we evicted the entire orphanage. I remember the little kites all standing in the snowbank with their little frostbitten teddy bears. <laughs> we're Marley and Marley, our hearts were painted black. Should have known our evil deeds would put us both in shackles. Captive bound, we're double iron, exhausted by the weight. As freedom comes from killing laws, so prison comes with hate. We're Marley and Marley. We're Marley and Marley. True, there was something about mankind. I think it was their money. Doom, <laughs> Scrooge, you're doomed for all time. Your future is a horror story written by your crime. Your chains are forged by what you say and do. So now you're fun when life is done. A nightmare waits for you. <laughs> Honey, honey. Marley and Marley, we're Marley and Marley, we're Marley and Marley, and now it's time to part, to go back where they keep our kind, the wretched and the heartless, the news we shared has got you scared, we're glad that we got through, so make amends and make some friends, the future's up to you. As a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. 
Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful sots. Your heart's a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me. Mr. Grinch, with a nauseous super-noss. You're a crooked, jerky jockey, and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were, were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. So Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. The firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly.
boy. No, no, me, boss. The guy came the day before Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hello, rabbit. Would you give me a running start? Sure. 
can't do anymore. I have to go now. Have a Merry Christmas!
slowly and do exactly as I say. This is not Santa. What? It's one of Santa's little helpers. Älkää nyt jumalauta jauhako paskaa! Rahatiski! Goddammit! Santa is going to find out who is naughty or nice.
Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Mr. Lawrence.
What do you know about the old Harry here's the soldier? Rambo. John Jay? You gonna talk to me? I promise you're gonna talk to me, soldier. <laughs>
I'll find out, Inspector. Where did the murder take place? Right outside my window. Right outside her window. Oh, well, just hold on, Inspector. Where do you live? San Francisco. San Francisco. Well, ne never mind, Inspector. I'll, I'll call you back. Miss, New York on Saturday night is full of murders. Why do you have to bother me about one that happened in San Francisco? <laughs> Christmas kind of getting you down? Yeah, I know how it is. Christmas is only for kids. It's not for us. Do you mind if I sit down? Yeah, if you don't mind. You're rather I didn't, eh? How about a drink, Lieutenant? No, thank you. Well, you're the doctor. But the way I look at it is, the one drink you don't drink, you could drink, you never get even from then on. You get it? Steve? Yes, Mr. Gunnar. Double scotch straight. You sure you won't change your mind, Lieutenant? That's true. 
That's when I'll be there Always You requested me? They've been wanting to cover my Christmas party for years. And my acceptance of their offer this year was contingent on one thing, your participation. Gather round me, everybody. Gather round me while I preach some. Feel a sermon coming on me. The topic will be sin, and that's what I'm again. If you want to hear my story, then settle back and just sit tight while I start reviewing the attitude of doing right. You got accent. You ate the positive and eel limb And ate the negative and latch on To the affirmative and don't mess with mess in between You gotta spread joy Up to the maximum and bring bloom Down to the minimum and have faith Or pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene To illustrate my last remark Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? Man, they said we better accent to eat the positive and healing. And ain't that negative latch on to the affirmative and don't mess with Mr. in between.
terrible woman. A terrible, terrible woman. Junjin! Junjin! We would like some more wine. Junjin! Oh, I forgot. After you called, I, I gave Chunjin the night off. But because it was Christmas Eve, I told him. He was very reluctant to go. That's probably because he's a Buddhist and he doesn't celebrate Christmas. Ah. I don't think that Chunjin is a Buddhist. But he smiles all the time. Oh, what a shame. I thought he was a Buddhist. I would have sent him a Christmas card. But I figured that if I sent him a card at this time of the year, that he would have to send me a card on the Buddha's birthday to save face, right? Oh, right. And I would have started a whole big McGill. Exactly. Right. That's... You, well, you did exactly the right thing.
What do you want her for? She can't help you? Nobody can. You're scared, ain't you? You should be. Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. I'd be scared too, if I was you. You know what happens Christmas Eve, don't you? You know all about Santa Claus. He brings presents to all good boys and girls. <laughs> Your daddy told you that, didn't he? Well, I tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Naughty. All the other ones. All the naughty ones. He punishes. Christmas Eve is slowly fading. Can you hear him in the night? Close the door, turn out the light. I 
worthless. I can't help it. It's a phase, my dear. It'll pass. We need to be patient. That's all. But I don't want to be patient. Listen, everyone. There were objects so peculiar they were not to be believed. All around things to tantalize my brain. It's a world unlike anything I've ever seen. And as hard as I tried, I can't seem to describe like a most improbable dream. But you must believe when I tell you this. It's as real as my skull, and it does exist. Here, let me show you. This is a thing called a present. The whole thing starts with a box. A box? Is it steel? A box? Is it filled with a box? A box? How delightful a box. If you please. Just a box with bright colored paper. And the whole thing's topped with a bow. A bow? But why? How ugly. What's in it? What's in it? That's the point of the thing, not to know. It's a bat. Will it bend? It's a rat. Will it break? Perhaps it's the head that I found in the lake. Listen now, you don't understand. That's not the point of Christmas land. Now pay attention. We pick up an oversized sock and hang it like this on the wall. Oh, yes, does it still have a foot? Let me see, let me look. Is it rotted and covered with guts? Um, let me explain. There's no foot inside, but there's candy. Or sometimes it's filled with small toys. Small toys? Do they bite? Do they snap? Or explode in the sack? Or perhaps they just spring out and scare girls or boys. What a splendid idea. This Christmas sounds fun. I fully endorse it. Let's buy it at once. Everyone, please, now not so fast. There's something here that you don't quite grasp. Well, I may as well give them what they want. And the best, I must confess, I have saved for the last, for the ruler of this Christmas land is a fearsome king with a deep, mighty voice. At least that's what I've come to understand. And I've also heard it told that that is something to behold, like a lobster, huge and red. When he sets out to slay with his rain gear on, carting bulging sacks with his big great arms, that is so I've heard it said. And on a dark cold night, under full moonlight, he flies into a fog like a vulture in the sky. And they call him Sandy Claus. <laughs> Well, at least they're excited, but they don't understand that special kind of feeling in Christmas land. Oh, well. Ho, ho, ho. What do you think you're doing? Randolph, Mortimer, come in here quickly. I finally caught him. Who are you? I've caught him red-handed. Winthorpe, is that you? I'm making a citizen's arrest. This man is a drug dealer. Look, look here in his office drawer. He's got all the bad drugs here. Marijuana joints, pills, quaalude, valium, yellow ones, red ones, cocaine grinder. Drug needles, he's the pusher, not me. 
Really, I just came in and caught this man planting this stuff in my desk. It's obviously some primitive attempt to try to frame me. Frame you? Boy, if that isn't the pot calling the kettle black. This man's obviously a lunatic. I'm calling security. Put that phone down. Hello, security. Merry Christmas. leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna press on and we're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. <laughs> Everybody knows there's not a better 
Holiday.